sorry, yeah, I'm so tired. I had no. Uh, you're totally fine. I had yeah, a very when this... stressful vet appointment this morning, and I oh. had, uh, and then so I so I didn't sleep right away, and then after I went to sleep, um, because I was worrying about it, but uh, and then after I went to sleep, about an hour later, Stella came into the bedroom, just screaming bloody murder. Apparently, and I don't know how she got it in the middle of the night, she got like a hangnail, like a real bad one, on her big toe. So she was just in pain in the middle of the night. So she's just crying. We go into the bathroom, she's crying, she's crying, she's crying. Uh, And then I, uh, 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 you know, I I pulled the hangnail out, but that was something, because I'm tired, so I didn't get it the first two tries. It just hurt her. Yeah, it was real bad. And this is like two in the morning. So finally I pulled it out, it starts to bleed, she goes absolutely bad shit for that so i had to get like a band-aid on it it was it was a fucking nightmare last night and then she's wide awake so she was having a hard time falling asleep which meant i fell asleep in her chair for an hour which means you didn't really fall asleep you just stopped moving and stopped being aware of your surroundings while your body uh still worked to keep you upright you, so you became unconscious yeah yeah <laughs> that's what it was so like I was just like it was just it was just rough rough night so that's why I'm so so damn oh, tired. You're fine, you're totally fine. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible Gaming Podcast. Hello, my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. Welcome to another Horrible Gaming Podcast you have chosen to listen or watch for whatever reason. Uh, I am not alone, nor am I ever alone. With me is... Neil, a.k.a. A tiny wizard. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk the Sony thing today. Maybe something else. I don't know. We never even discussed the second talking point. But, uh, but yeah, before we get into it, we got to do the credits, as per se usual. Number one, if you're watching this on YouTube, be t- behind the fancy timestamps, you're going to see fancy graphics. And any of those that were custom or supplied to us, specially made, is made by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. And... Of course, the theme song of this and all of the shows here at OMG are provided by Nick Van Siders, and we thank him for that, the man who makes the music. And I almost said OMGW. I literally stopped on the W. So <laughs> You caught yourself. <laughs> I know. Yay me. Yay See, me. guys, he can be taught. He, uh, right? Right? <laughs> uh, old dogs can learn new tricks. Uh, okay, so yeah. Horrible Gaming Podcast Pause I didn't start my stopwatch I brought it up, it's still at zero It was a fucking It's only a minute You did minute 12 That's that's, that's it Alright, we're going to go into Fanturaction Let me get that up real quick Alright, going in 3, 2, 1 that brings us to our first topic, and probably our most important topic. That's fan interaction. This is where we talk to you guys, the fans. We read out your fans on YouTube, well, your comments on YouTube, on the park, 
on the podcast thread on Discord. Uh, we uh, anywhere we see him, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere we can remember. And I do want to say again, I'm going to be giving this disclaimer for a little while. Our recording schedule is effed up, but we don't want to mess with our release schedule. So we're actually recording these Thursday night at 9.30. Uh, obviously, the podcast goes up on YouTube Wednesday morning at 8. It barely gives you 48 hours to post a comment. If you post a comment after this, please still post the comment. I will read them the week after. I promise. I will get to them. I, I'm making notes. I'm keeping track. I just... If we miss you for whatever reason, it is because of our release schedule. But please keep them coming. Keep talking to us. We we would appreciate it. So let's go into it. Uh, uh, well, let me start with the Discord because we had a couple on Discord, uh, which was nice. A nice change of pace uh, podcast. All right. So right off the bat, Kev Tutal posted a little link. CD Projekt Red needs to shut down and go away, is what he said with this link. And that was CD Projekt Red is using Kickstarter to raise fun, funds for Witcher Ronin. Uh, the, campaign, the, campaign is, the campaign is way past its goal, but why did it need crowdfunding in the first place? That's what it says. And I didn't actually get to read this article. Just just the title made me so mad. I basically got everything I needed from it. Uh, yeah, this is bullshit, Kev. It's absolute bullshit. CD Projekt Red is ridiculous. And guys, I hate to say it, they got away with murder. They literally got away with murder. They murdered us as consumers, and they walked scot-free into the sunrise with our money. They have not shut down. They have only grown. And uh, Cyberpunk is still out there, stink, just a giant turd stinking up the place. And now they're literally raising funds for the game they're going to let you down with next. <laughs> so it's funny we bring up Cyberpunk. I'm just going to burn one of my odds and ends right now. Sure. Um, there are no they actually here. They, they actually hired some people who worked on unofficial patches for yeah. PC. Yeah, I saw just that. Just as employees. So uh, more, more bodies in the meat grinder, I suppose. Mm-hmm. These poor unfortunate souls with bright futures full of hope. What bothers sucked into the black void. What bothers me too is it's so like their whole attitude to this is so like, well, you guys fix the problem. Like that's that's what it feels like to me. It feels like, yeah, Cyberpunk sucked. Uh you guys kind of fixed it, so we're gonna hire the people who kind of fixed it to kind of fix it more. Like, yeah, it sucks I mean, great that they got a job. Sucks that they got that they got a job at C D Project Red, but like you can't even fix your own game that you released broken. You have to go, you have to basically outsource that shit. You know what I mean? Like, and now this, where it's another one like, well, you guys give us money first. Now we want your money first. Like, even before pre-orders, we want your money first. Like, shame, for shame, for shame, for shame. Um, C-Town 1980, uh, just as a note... The creaky chair works as the old man rocks and yells at gaming industry. <laughs> Equating me to an old man on the porch, basically yelling at children to get off my lawn. Neil? Uh, no, I'm here. There's a big fucking spider on my floor right now. I need to go oh. do that. Yeah, kill it. Kill it. 
Kill it with fire. Kill it quickly. <laughs> that, that was... It was unexpected, people. Unexpected. Oh my god, we can still hear his audio. Die, Satan! <laughs> I wonder if his wife's home, like, if, he's, if she's hearing that in the basement. Or if she knows well enough that she's just like, oh, he's killing a spider. I heard him scream, die, Satan, so he's killing a spider. That must be what's We're happening. Good. <laughs> We're good. We heard all of that. It was like the size of a quarter. <laughs> it was large, and I don't know if you remember like what my basement looks like. I have yeah. light tile on the ground, yeah. and it, it was just black, just huge black spot <laughs> crawling across the ground. Uh, yeah, like a no. Ronald Emrich movie, just like the saucers coming in over the fucking uh, DC. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not pleasant, but uh, th- this house this house is secure now. All right, all right. So back, back in this. Sea Town equated me to an old man on the porch, screaming at the gaming industry to get off my lawn, basically, with the mm. creaky chair. He says that fits the aesthetic. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that was the Discord things. Thank you guys for posting Discord. I appreciate it. Then back over to YouTube. Kev Two Tall's back. Debbie Downer with a ton of exp- exclamation points. Yeah, she ain't got nothing on me, Kev. Uh, Kev Tutal, I'm sorry, Neil. I didn't mean to ruin Zach's mood. Uh, probably referring to his uh, posting of uh, the PS heatsink. Uh, I just, I just want to point out, Kev, uh, you didn't ruin my mood. My mood was shit long before I came into that podcast. Long before I even got your post. When it comes to gaming, my mood is a big frowny face. Uh, although I did find some light recently, and I'll talk about that later. Um, then he says, Kev says, same fan, just a smaller heat sink for the PlayStation redesign. Um, so like I said, I think we'll have to see how it does in the wild. Still, I, I think I would feel gypped if I got a product that was less powerful than the product that was sold and I had to pay the same price for it. Um, yeah, we will see. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll have to see, like really we'll have to see, like if they just made it more efficient, and it works better, fine, but from what I see, they took a part out that they thought they needed in the first one, and now I'm paying the same amount of money for a system that has a part removed. I don't know. That, that's kind of messed up. Uh, Jason, you think you have controversial views. <laughs> if you know what my YouTube avatar is, uh, you can probably guess some of mine. Uh, Jason, I know what your YouTube avatar is. I have spoken to you repeatedly about your controversial views. I know they're controversial. And I just want to say, regardless of uh, uh, political beliefs, religious beliefs, any of it, I think the one thing that America needs is people who are willing to be okay with somebody not agreeing with them. Everybody, everybody across the board needs to be more okay with people not agreeing with him. Like, hey, you've got those views? Fair enough. Are you hurting anyone? No? We're good. Let's move on. I mean, you can decide not to be friends with a person if you want, but you just still need to be okay with it. I think the polarizing is what's really bad. Everybody gets so fucking angry at everybody about everything, you know? And it's always like... It's always extreme right or extreme left. It's always like you absolutely have to hate this thing or you absolutely have to love this thing. And I'm going to say this. 
I know I'm getting a little political, but I won't go farther than this. I'm going to say this and then I'll be done. The answer in life, and I've lived for 40 years, not as many as some, more than others, this is the wisdom. The answer in life is always somewhere in the middle. It is never extreme right. It is never extreme left. It's somewhere in the middle. And just nobody's willing to compromise anymore. So just want to say that. Zach, I I think it's this trait. um, It it, it eludes me sometimes. Uh, I believe it's called being an adult. Yes, yes. And I think there's (laughs) a lot of adults out there that fail to be adults nowadays. And that's – Yes. And I'm saying that blanket statement. Blanket statement. Like, regardless of views, I, I have met people on every side of every aisle there is in life. And if you believe one thing so much that you hate anybody that believes different than you, that's contributing to hate. It doesn't matter what the subject is. It just doesn't. It, as long as you're not, I mean, I mean, obviously you don't want like, I'm not okay with Nazis, you know, stuff like that. But like, <laughs> but like, you see what I'm saying? Like. Like if, if the other person isn't hurting somebody and they have different beliefs than you and you can have an open dialogue with them, I have I have two of my absolute closest friends. I mean, I actually have probably more in common with them ideology-wise than they even think I do. But they we differ on a lot of things. But the reason they're my friends is we can sit down, we can have a conversation about it, and then at the end of the conversation we can go, all right, cool. Let's go play some video games or let's go play a role-playing game. You know what I mean? God, we need to be more okay with that. And I, I truly believe Jason is one of those people because I know he's got more controversial blues than me. And uh, Jason is a close friend now. We've been playing games together for like a year and I love playing games with him. You know, I just, everybody needs to find common ground and compromise a little, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. So that's as political as I'm going to get. Uh, I don't think I offended. You're the barometer. Did I offend anybody on that one? Do you think? I'm. I am the barometer. Uh, <laughs> well, here's the no. barometer of Neil. Is he just gets real quiet, and then yeah. later on he's like, "You <laughs> fucked up, man." After I've long <laughs> fucked up, he doesn't stop me mid fuck up. Yeah. He just he just lets me hang myself, and then while I'm dangling there by a noose, go, "Hey, man, you probably should have taken that rope off your neck." Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, you're not inaccurate in that description. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that you are you are nice and level and across the board. And well, that's we should sweet. all be friends. We should. We should all be friends. That's it. We should all be friends. Uh, okay, so Jason then says, down in Kentucky, they think the Walmart lot is a raceway. Descendants yes. of the moonshiners, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he then says, cheaters. Get a fake outer self-confidence, which I guess I kind of get that, Jason, but I don't know. Like, I still feel like somewhere deep down inside, they know they cheated. Like, so it's, you need a lag switch, bro. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird to me. Again, it's still weird I, to me. I like, can't get in that mindset. Like, sure, they know they cheated. I'm sure they know they cheated, but they don't need to acknowledge that because unless somebody physically sees your lag switch or whatever and accuses you of, you know, running something like that, then it doesn't matter one way or another. That that facade is already up. Like he said, it's like a fake. 
it's just a fake face that you put up it's like oh man I'm, i guess i'm mlg pro dude 360 uh, no scope 420 <laughs> blaze it man i guess but anybody who plays or whatever you, thinks <laughs> anybody who plays with you who's half decent at a game is going to figure out you're cheating like right phil knows when people are cheating he doesn't need to see a lag switch you know he knows like ah that dude teleported or he shot me through a wall like i know like if you had a friend who was like i'm amazing at call of duty and then you went to play with him and you watched him shoot a guy through a wall you'd be like you're you're cheating dude like <laughs> like right. it's not like it's not an obvious thing either it's it's so ridiculous and you're not making anything off this like you're not making money you're not making uh, i don't know uh, you can't really make clout because if any clout you get, it just draws more attention to you and they're going to realize you're cheating, you know? Like, yeah. you can't stream cheating, you know, to get followers. Right. Well, I, I did see there was a guy uh, – this happened like a month or so ago. Some dude used uh, a game stream that was somebody else's stream and streamed that gameplay but, like, held a controller and acted like he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> so like he was basically <laughs> oh that's genius i think that's genius i'm gonna stream, do that shit yeah. <laughs> i need to do that shit that needs to be me i need to get on that that's that needs to be me watch me speed run this bro <laughs> how'd you get so good so fast <laughs> it's just practice baby it's just all practice. natural uh okay so then uh kev tutal says the purpose of rumble strips is to get your attention. A warning, if you will. Halo Infinite's launch issues have evolved from a bump in the road to rumble strips, all the way leading to launch. I understand your metaphor, Kev. I understand it. I'm, I, I was just kind of saying that, like, the difference is uh, rumble strips are put there by a, a body that generally wants to protect you whereas the the rumble strips you're experiencing leading to halo infinite's launch is just like evil um <laughs> then back to jason bayou billy is louisiana's crocodile dundee okay so i want to ask you something jason feel free to comment on the next one i really want to hear this is bayou billy really like based off an actual legend that i've never heard of like the game is it is it based off like like oh there was this guy named bayou billy like it's a louisiana like tall tale because if it is i absolutely need to know that like need to hear it or are you just saying that bayou billy it, like the game is louisiana's crocodile dundee i i need you to differentiate on that because i absolutely i have to know the answer to that uh then Jason says, what I want to see, which ain't a remaster or remake per se, but I want to see a Captain N, the Game Master, the video game. That was the old cartoon show where he had a buddy who was yeah. Game Boy and he used a zapper and like he oh had Simon Belmont with him, right? And Kid Icarus yeah. was there. I, I never saw it, but I know very yeah. well of it. That'd be a sweet-ass video game. And Nintendo could do that because it's all Nintendo characters. Right? Like, with the exception of the Castlevania stuff, it's all Nintendo characters. And they're willing uh, to license sure. to TV shows. So, Oh, no, that's a video game. Yeah. They well, might shut them down still, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so then... Jason, holodeck or bust? Closest thing we're getting to VR is direct 
neural override, and that's still quite a ways in the future uh, if our future lasts that long. I got to say, Jason, I, I don't think I'm willing to have direct neural override. Whatever that may be, I don't want to partake of that. I think that's you too much. Have you ever much. heard of Sword like, Art Online? Have you ever heard of Sword Art Online? <laughs> yeah, I know it's Sword Art Online. Yeah. Okay. So Sword yeah, no. Art Online. <laughs> it's like that Futurama episode where they jam the new phone into their eye sockets. Yes. Like, no, I, I'm I'm checked out. The minute you've got to put it into me, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I put I, I go into the game. The game doesn't go into me. Okay. <laughs> okay. There was there was an old an old movie where that that was the premise of it. It like to, to get into, like, this game world, you had to get some, like, squishy, fleshy thing jammed into you. Oh, it's Existence. Yeah. I know okay. I know yeah. way too many old movies. They had Jude Law in yeah. it, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, that was a real fucked that. up. That was a real <laughs> fucked up movie. It was a real fucked up movie. Uh, then Kev Tutal says, Oh, I hear the chair. Yeah, the third member of our podcasting group. <laughs> Uh, Kev Tutal then says, Nintendo also doesn't string you along with months of hype to tell you that you have to wait longer. And yeah. I, I hate to say this to a Nintendo comment, but amen to that. Amen to that. I, I, I gotta give Nintendo credit. They give dates. They re- I mean, with the exception, I think Breath of the Wild went through some delays. But other than that, like for the most part, Nintendo gives a date, gives gameplay, gives you the game like it's yep. a simple transaction and that's how it should be and then jason finally says it literally calls the lifetime games pass a sweet uh, sweepstakes it yeah. gave me one free entry so i might have to just jump on that for a free entry honestly i mean yeah I mean, it would be point. nice though it would be nice though if you could just like just get the card just like hey give us twenty dollars <laughs> we'll engrave your we'll engrave your gamer tag on this and then i can go out and flash it at like hotels and uh ask for a discount <laughs> that would be funny that would be really funny <laughs> uh okay so i think I think. Do you got anything you want to add to fan traction, or do you want to move on? No, let's go ahead and move on. I'm all business today. I'm all business. All business. All bi- business. Taking care of business in the public. All right, let's do this. Horrible gaming podcast. Well, we are very fortunate this week, as is that for what once, we're calling it. Fortunate. This is what we're calling it because for <laughs> once. For once, we finally have a major show show up on, you know, on television for all to see, and we're actually able to talk about it in a timely manner on the podcast. That's Granted, true. this isn't this isn't going up for a couple days, so yeah, I mean, it's not really it's timely. Kind of old hat still, <laughs> but it's fresh in my mind for the That's most fair. part. That's fair. So. Uh, PlayStation had their, I'm going to assume that this is their quote unquote E3 show because it kind of felt like it with what they showed and what they revealed there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to go in in any particular order. I'm just going to yeah. do like the, the big call outs first. How about just, let's, just do it like let's... we normally do it. Do a call out. Then we'll say a couple things about it. Then we'll move on to the next call out and just, well, I'll them. tell you the thing that they opened with. Yeah, that kind of blew me away. Well, right. aside from their dumb chess metaphor that they had, did did you watch it at all or no? 
No. I'm you, going to be you, honest you with me. you and the viewers. Yeah. I, 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 for shame on me, I, I try and take pride in this podcast in watching the stuff we talk about. I could not bring myself to experience uh, yet another fucking internet show. I, I just, so- I just couldn't do it after Gamescom <laughs> and E3 and every other fucking one. I feel like we've talked about one every two weeks. So like this time, I like, I perused game the the. Uh, IGN report on it. There was one thing I saw that was really interesting. Uh, we'll talk about that eventually. Um, but yeah, I did not watch it. I did not watch it. I apologize well, I to mean, everybody out there. The show, the show opened with this weird, like four or five minute long, I, I guess, analogy of Sony battling Microsoft in a game of chess in a giant city is the only thing that I can <laughs> really think of. Uh, that's the vibe that I got from it. It was really weird and totally unnecessary. But once the show finally started... To equate their rivalry to a chess match, just real quick, is like... I I don't have a metaphor. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's it's more like two monkeys slapping each other with turds. Like, that's what it is. It's not even that. It's just like, yo, I don't think you really need to have... Like, they didn't have to have this be a thing. Like... They would show, like, a giant statue of some Sony first-party thing, and then it would zoom over to the other person who was like, oh, I'm going to make a move on my giant chessboard in a corporate America skyscraper in the middle of this this city. And then, like, people is just shifting back and forth. It was really weird, really unnecessary, yeah. and it just kind of took away from everything. But... The very first thing that they opened with, which I didn't even know was even a thing, apparently they are remaking Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, I saw that. They are, and that is, that's crazy to me. I I have that game on my phone. Mm -hmm. I've never played it, but I don't know. I think now I want to wait to play the uh, the older version of it. Uh, and Wasn't that game originally a, an Xbox exclusive too? Uh, I like I feel so. like it goes with the shots fired opening because when I saw it that I was have, like, yeah. I was like, I'm positive that was an Xbox exclusive, like an OG Xbox exclusive. So like that, eh, that's kind of shots fired because, in my opinion, just looking at the list of things they had, they definitely had bigger openers they could have gone with. Uh, like yeah. that's a big one, but they definitely had bigger ones they could have gone with. To go with that right after the chess thing. Now that you say the chess thing, I feel like it's like, fuck you Xbox, fuck you Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that was the spirit of the show at this point. Yeah, it was a little bit. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I. I don't know. There's some other stuff. It. It really did. They. They divided the show up. Okay. Very interestingly, they showed all of these. Uh, announcements and they made it like they do with all of these like first party shows they made it very much seem like they're only coming to PlayStation but then like three quarters of the way through somebody pops in and says alright so from here on you're going to see things that you can only experience on the PlayStation and it's like oh okay so this other stuff is cross platform like the uh, KOTOR remake is also coming to the PC doesn't mention Xbox. Um, so that is interesting. 
That but... is interesting. I don't know how they could have gotten the exclusive rights to that. I feel like that's one of the ones like like Xbox will do where they'll they'll say something and then very quietly you'll be like, oh, that's also going to PlayStation. I feel like oh, right. this is going to be one of those that's also going to Xbox. It's just PlayStation paid a lot of money to have it on their stage. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. Uh, and while we are actually talking about remakes and remasters, uh, we're just going to slide over to the rumored Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection that is going to be on PC and the PS5 as well. Now, I mean, it's I not rumored anymore, right? Like It's not rumored it. anymore. It's officially yeah. announced. But what I do find a little strange that, you know, it's coming to PC, but they're only bringing... A, a Thief's End, Uncharted 4, and then the Lost Legacy game over to the PS5 and the PC. Okay. So I I feel like at least for the PC, they should have brought the Uncharted collection that brings the other three games over. <laughs> but... Do you I, want my thoughts know. on that? Uh, what would those be? Two games cost more than one, Neil. It's so much easier to go... Well, here's the Lost Legacy and four, and then and then later go, and here's the one, two, and three collection that we've remastered and put together. Yeah, two games yeah, cost more fair. than one. Like, I mean, that's that's what that's about. That's about money. They can they can then release that because they're not gonna release like like they're gonna want a trilogy. They're not gonna give you all five games in a remaster, you know? Right. So they're gonna give you the two, then they're gonna give you the OG trilogy as something else. That's my um, thought. It's my yeah. tinfoil hat. So then uh, sliding along furthermore uh, into okay. things that have already existed and are just continuing to not die, GTA 5 and GTA Online, they took a moment to wave that in front of our faces, I, I suppose, is the only way that we can really go about saying it. They didn't show us anything new. It just showed us, you know... Mm -hmm. What? Not even like a side-by-side, -side, like, oh, this is how much better it looks or whatever. And apparently it has also been delayed until March 2022. I didn't know that it was supposed to have a release date or whatever to begin with. I honestly don't care enough, personally. What a sad, sorry, like, fucking state of affairs. Just a side, slight digression here that we are in this new generation of consoles now for nearly a year since they came out and the games the, like the majority of the games you're getting excited about about are games that came out a generation or two ago those yeah. are the games like what a sad fucking sorry state of affairs that we are in for console games when like when's gta 5 coming out for the fifth time you know what i mean like that's right that's fucking and I, no nothing against gta 5 everybody loves it it's a very popular game they've added a lot to it they've stuck with it but still like it's just ridiculous it's the same with the skyrim remaster for the 97th time it's like and we're in this position because they released those systems too early but i'm not going to do that again so continue all right, so now on to well, there's I guess there's one other thing worth mention. I don't know. I this was this was weird for me because a lot of what they were showing at first was like, oh, coming early 2022 and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, so it's stuff that's pretty close. And I believe this was the one that kind of threw everything off for me a little bit uh, in you know the positive feelings about all of this. 
So we got the Marvel splash screen, and yeah. we're like, oh, great. Oh, I was pissed awesome. about this one. I'm okay. pissed about both yeah, of these you, ones, so, so let's do it. We're just going to, honestly, we're going to hit both of them one after mm-hmm. the other. But, okay, let's do it. So so we see the Marvel splash screen, and it's like, oh, man. Oh, shit. They're already talking about Spider-Man 2. I'm like, I, I mean, it kind of kind of makes sense you know the original one came out what was it two years mm-hmm. three years ago then we have the remastered version then we had the miles morales one came out last year that little mm-hmm. the little half step bump hey we're still here don't forget about us we're setting stuff up for the next game mm-hmm. and we got a, a shot of a bar with everybody beat to shit and we see a dude sitting at a bar with some claws coming out and mm-hmm. just the splash screen wolverine Okay, I am not upset about this being a thing that exists, but going back to the age-old issue that we always have, why has this thing been shown off when this is all that we have? That's it. I can see it for something that's like a remakey remaster thing, uh-huh. sure, but like this, this tells you absolutely then hey you know how insomniac did spider-man yeah well they're also doing wolverine and then in the same breath essentially i think it was the following trailer or the trailer after that they went (gasps) also spider-man 2 Mm -hmm. like which was another announced trailer which was another announced trailer yeah Mm -hmm. saying that it was in development which everybody knew yep playstation is one of the absolute worst offenders of the announced trailer bullshit and i'm glad you said it first there's not a whole lot i'm going to add to it other than probably more angry and probably with the word fuck more but like this is bullshit this is absolute bullshit those fucking trailers are already generating hype people are already making those games in their head they don't know what those fucking things are. They don't know what they're going to look like. You might have some idea of what Spider-Man 2 is going to look like because of the first two. But, like, you don't know. You don't know anything. You don't have gameplay. You don't have a release date. You don't have an announced trailer. And I'm telling you right now, maybe, maybe they have a team working on Wolverine. They definitely have a team working on Spider-Man. That's, that's no-brainer. But they don't have enough to show. That's for sure. We shouldn't be hearing about it yet. And the Wolverine one, maybe they have a team. All they did is they got the IP rights to it, and they contracted out a company. And they were like, put a dude at a bar with claws. The internet will go crazy. And this is the kind of stuff that makes me so mad because the internet has gone crazy for this. And it's like, there is this nothing. It's nothing. It's the equivalent of me walking into a crowded room and yelling the words, Wolverine might be a video game soon, and then walking out. That's literally what this is, but with shiny, shiny. That's it. (laughs) There's like one dude in the corner of the room like, didn't they do that for PlayStation 2 back in the day? (laughs) Yes. And then continue to walk. (laughs) Yes. It's, It's very frustrating to me because... and. We're not going to see that Wolverine game for a few years. Not even a couple. A few years. You're not going to see that. So, uh, yeah, so I Insomniac, don't know. Well, Insomniac gave Spider-Man 2 a window of 2023. 
So right now, <laughs> right there, if they're giving unless... you a window for Spider-Man two and it's two years away, and they're not giving you a window for their bullshit Wolverine trailer, I mean, we're gonna get to a point where we're getting announced trailers for games that are not gonna come out in my lifetime, and I'm forty. Like this is ridiculous, ridiculous. We oh, might have like already Final gotten, Fanta- yeah, like Final I... Fantasy seven part two, like Elder Scrolls Scroll six. six, yep. Yep, like, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's beyond the pale with these bullshit announced trailers. And that, I'm glad you talked about these, because when we were going to do this show, we, you know, I'm, I'm all business, so I was getting us into it. We didn't have as much, like, chit-chat time. Um, I had said I didn't, I, I wasn't impressed with the show, and you were. The main reason I wasn't impressed was these two fucking trailers. Uh, these trailers, like, just, like, set the fucking world on fire, and, like, the it, they're bullshit trailers. They they don't mean anything, and it's very it's very annoying. Plus, what's even more annoying and great for PlayStation fans, like it's not great for PlayStation fans. They're gonna be exclusive. You're gonna polarize the gamers again, so like people can't get it. It's just that kind of shit is really really frustrating and annoying, especially in 2023 when this is gonna come out. You know? Yeah. Like it's it's just it's just too we're we're too far in for this kind of exclusivity bullshit anymore. Like it's not Sega, it's not Nintendo. Get over yourselves. Like I don't know, but all right. right. So uh, well, so I'm done ranting before, about it now. Well, before I actually continue on with the other things, there was okay. another remakey remastery thing that happened, and I just it completely slipped my mind up until now. Okay, I did not play this game, but apparently I'm going to have an opportunity to here soon. Alan Wake is getting remastered. Yes, Alan Wake is getting remastered. Which I've heard nothing but good things I beat about it. that game. I beat Alan Wake. Yeah, I, I, rem- I played it from I rem- the start to finish. I remember when it came out, it was everywhere. And that was roughly about the same time that the first Bioshock came it out. It right? actually was a commercial flop, though. They didn't sell enough. That's why Alan Wake is What? Gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised you don't know that. Like, it didn't It didn't nah. actually make enough money. It, it, it's a cult. It's got a cult following. But when it first came out, it didn't sell that well. And that's why Alan Wake... Like, I think they got one, like kind of almost DLC-sized sequel in American Nightmare, and then it's yeah. just the property's been, like, gone because, like, it didn't sell well. It was not a success for Remedy. It is looked at as a success now, but it wasn't at the time. Huh. But yeah, I, I will say I played through it, and it was not my favorite game. Uh, really? I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad, but... There's not a lot to the combat, and it's kind of it's kind of a horror game, but there's not a lot to the horror. So like it's kind of, and they never really explain what's going on, and that that's the thing that really <laughs> bothered me is the ending is so like open to interpretation that I'm like no 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 I did not play this many hours to not figure out what the fuck is happening you know I guess right. spoiler alert I didn't really tell you what happened but. At least in my opinion, they never really figure out what's happening. But but yeah, it's interesting that it's getting a remake. It'll be very interesting. Or a remaster, or whatever they yeah. call it. So, uh, moving back along with the jumping all over the place, sure. uh, Gran Turismo 7. Yeah, I'm sure that's a that's game a that, that people uh, people are anticipating. Can Not I, my can bag. I, can but... I say something about it? Because I know what? you're going to 
move on to the next thing fast because it's just a racing yeah. game. Uh, one thing about the racing games, uh, universally true about racing games, is they are amazingly good at showing off technology. Yeah, uh, like that's they're really true. good at showing off graphical technology. So again, huge mistake on PlayStation and Sony's part not having one of those ready for when the game came out. And and usually these kind of systems do release with a new big racing game. I mean, Xbox did the same thing. They're guilty of the same thing. Their Horizon isn't coming out to this year, and I don't think they had a racing game at launch. I don't think they had the last Forza. They might have, because I don't follow the main Forza, but but I, I don't think they did. Um, nonetheless, the racing games are, are really like, they usually they usually come with launches just because they showcase technology so well. So it's kind of a botch. This is this is good now, though. This is again, this is the year they should have been coming out. <laughs> right. Just just saying, Horizon uh, Forza Horizon's coming out. This is this is the year that these systems should have been coming out. But but whatever. All right, that's all I need uh, to say on the racing. Well, I'm just gonna jump over to another one that was okay. uh, just more so. I was very interested in this from seeing it, just because it scratches that hack and slash itch for me. Okay, it's a new IP, so here I am, kind of you know, in this I don't weird think I saw spot. This one. Uh, Project Eve. Ooh. Uh, so I think it's, I know that one. Yeah, uh, apparently it was announced in 2019. Yeah. I have no anything yeah. about that. It, it I must have missed it somewhere. Uh very much it looks like Devil May Cry in space plus Doom. Kind nice. of. Like nice. Like Doom creatures with Devil May Cry gameplay, very fast-paced, looks very interesting. It, it almost looks like it's trying to invoke invoke like a Soulsy sort of look. But Oh no, I, don't know. I have never seen this. This is interesting. This is very oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you're looking it's at... It's a lot it right of anime now, yeah. titty shit, though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a I'm lot saying. of anime shit. It's a lot of anime shit, but one, that's my bag. Right, And right. two... <laughs> and I two, get that. Though, I like, get that. I, it's the... Uh, it is that fast-paced, stylish sort of action game that yeah. I really like. So yeah. I would be very interested to see how this one turns out. Uh, unfortunately... I, we got nothing other than the name. No release window, anything like that. So, I mean, good good on them, I guess, for not trying to put expectations in our head. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, still, did we get, like, any sort of release window or anything like that? No window. No window, anything. It's mm. just... This and it was gameplay. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I give them gameplay. that. I give them the gameplay. So, I give them the gameplay. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're just trying to, I, I guess, make it as polished as they possibly can, uh, yeah. and maybe not. Maybe they're playing it smart by not giving a release date. You know, because we're still in the COVID times. Hey, man, don't give a release date if you don't have one, uh, and don't do a trailer unless you got gameplay. So I can't necessarily be upset with that. They gave us gameplay. They didn't give us a release date. I would rather have gameplay and a release date, or shut the fuck up. But still. They didn't break any of my cardinal sins, so I'm okay with it. Um, so I'm just going to move into the last two. I'm going to start with the one You're that's... definitely missing one, but go ahead. No. no? Uh, no there, there's, there's, there's two of them. Like okay. I said, there's two of them. All right. The first one was the big one, the one that we've all been waiting for that has been teased 
uh, at some at <coughs> point, excuse me, so many times uh, that it's in development, this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. and we have an official name for it: God of War Ragnarok, which we knew, which we knew. <laughs> um, well, they didn't. I don't think they actually gave it the title Ragnarok. It just said Ragnarok is coming. Um, light spoilers: if you have not played 2018 God of War, uh, it ends with the beginning of Ragnarok. Uh-huh. And if you know anything about Norse mythology, you know what happened and what is going to happen. Uh, so they uh, they showed gameplay too, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, and yeah, we got a lot more story reveal than I thought that we were going to get. Did they give a release date on that one? Um, uh, it's next year. Uh, okay. I-, I think they gave a. Uh, I think it was. I think they gave a window. I think it was spring, Okay. if I'm remembering correctly. Wide window. Uh, yeah, kind of a wide window. Lots of opportunities for another delay or two. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm excited as hell for that. Um, there was – I'm also remembering one other thing that there was. Uh, I forget the name of it. Basically, you play as a girl that gets sucked into fantasy land. Uh, I it's you're it's definitely forgetting me. one then. Definitely no, there's one. one more other than that. I just remembered this one, the okay. one that I saved for last because I'm pretty sure this is the one that you're gonna have something <laughs> to actually say about. So you now know how well do you know me? I am I am how waiting well for me? last, and I, let's just get into it because I can't remember the name of the other one. I'm kicking myself because watching that whole trailer, it was like, wow, this looks great. I'm all about this, but I can't remember. Hold the on, name hold on, yeah. IGN. What was it? It was just a Sony event? Yeah, uh, PlayStation Showcase. Okay, PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, I'm going to scroll around a little bit mm-hmm. here and see if I can find it. Everything announced. Oh, we got Ragnarok, Spider-Man. Uh, oh, and Venom's going to be in Spider-Man too. Yeah, Venom's going to be in... Uh, ah, Forspoken! Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I know that, Forspoken. I know Forspoken. Yeah, that one uh that one, yeah, I was uh I I know they had talked about it and we got a bit yeah. more information as to what that game actually is. I am about that. That looks cool. Uh but, you know, I can't be super hype about it's never it because gonna come out. I forgot the fucking name of it. <laughs> it's it's never going to come out. Like I've seen it. I've seen it repeatedly. They've showed it off and uh, it's it's made by somebody like big, isn't it? Like I can't remember it's somebody oh. who's like, "Holy shit, they're doing it," and I can't, I can't remember. But it, Square Enix and Square Enix, Luminous right. and Luminous, it's never gonna come out. And when it comes out, it's gonna be janky as shit. Square Enix is a terrible company. I, I'm gonna say it now. Square Enix has been behind a lot of the failure for Outriders, even though it's been kind of put on uh, 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 People Can Fly. While People People can fly. Didn't handle it properly. Square Enix kind of fucked them on a lot of things. Like Square Enix is in charge of all the servers for Outriders, so every server issue they had that they got shit for was actually Square Enix's fault. Uh, and Square Enix is behind Marvel's Avengers. Like, sorry guys, Square Enix has been producing some shit lately. It really has. And I'm just yeah. not excited for anything they're making right now. And this game, this game was the game that we talked about a while ago that you didn't remember or hadn't seen yet. And Something like, like that, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing about this game that I don't like is how 
graphically pushed it is. And yeah. it's like, to me, I'm like, this doesn't need this. Like, this is all graphics right now. And they were talking like the, the actress and stuff, and it's just, it's all graphics. This is this, this is a show. Even with the games, even with the gameplay they showed, it's a show. And I, I don't know. I, this game, this game worries me. And this game is yeah. the kind of example of like, uh, of kind of like what. This was something I was going to talk about somewhere else. Um, but uh, Sean, what's his face? The ex, the ex CEO guy of uh, uh, um, PlayStation talked about basically how the games uh, games industry is too big now. It's imploding on itself. Like it's it's cost for these games to be this good is insane and never able to be recouped. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I feel like that that game is like a perfect example. Like, why do we need a game that looks like this? I don't need a game that looks like this. Just make it play good, you know? Right. Um, but but just my opinion. All right. Yeah, no, it's I I, I hope it comes out and I hope it's good because it looked good to me. Hey, man, but I hope everything we'll comes see. out and it's good. <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyways, back to I just to don't the believe actual... it anymore. I used to believe it was going to come out and be good. Now I just don't. I'm like, I hope it right. all comes out and is good. I hope I'm wrong on everything I ever say on this show. 100%. Anytime I'm negative, I I hope that I'm wrong. I really do because I want to be wrong. I don't want to like I don't want a bunch of people to be miserable about their games so that I can say, "Told you so." I don't want that. Right. I want the game to be awesome. I want to be like, "Hey, I was wrong. This game is great. I shouldn't have said what I said, and good for them." But I'm just so used to being right. It it's it's irritating. <laughs> I should never be right, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I should never and be hopefully, right. Hopefully, your wife does not listen. Oh, I'm never right with my wife anyway. My wife's a lawyer. Well, she's paralegal, but she's basically a, a Close lawyer. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't win any fights. That's that's not it. Here's what happens with my wife in an argument. Um, one of two things happens. I admit I'm wrong, or much less I get her to admit that we're both wrong somehow. That's it. There's never like, uh, you're wrong, I'm right. Never, never. She could stab me and find a way... To like be like, well, you deserved it. <laughs> That's tries, straight up. Tries to get you to stop bleeding by serving you a cease and desist. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, right. Um, so, so all right. Yeah, so the 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 last one, the one that you have been chomping at the bit, mm. trying to get us to talk about here. But yeah, <laughs> I am. I am. Well, I, I'm I sorry. Surprised. I didn't. I didn't think no. I was forcing it that way. I no, no, no. Because I was going to talk about this anyways. And yeah. honestly, I was super surprised that this was the place that it showed up. We got gameplay for Tina's Wonderland. Yes, we did. And this is a and, very interesting foyer. I specifically went out of my way to watch this trailer. Yeah, uh, because this is a. Uh, because I've been really wondering what this is going to be since I saw the. Uh, since I saw the announced trailer which irritating but uh since i saw that i was like man i'm really interested to see what this is gonna be and uh well you go ahead and say what you want and then i'll say what i want i, I always keep interrupting you so go ahead so i don't i'm not down on this this is not a down thing okay all right but i was expecting less borderlands 
if that makes sense. I was mm. expecting less emphasis on guns. Mm. I was expecting it to be like crossbows, but like they have full on like guns, guns in there. But that's not a problem to me overall. I right. just hope that there's a bigger focus on melee, which it looks like. Because some of the loot showers, it looked like there were actual melee weapons coming down too. So, I, 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 I know I said I wasn't going to interrupt you, but I do. I, I'm sorry. I watched the trailer <laughs> three times just to try and pick out some details. Yeah. Uh, there's 100% characters using specific melee weapons in this now yeah i know there's always a melee attack with uh uh with characters that you use but this really does look like there are they're finally doing a borderlands where melee weapons are in it just saying so yeah. continue i just which wanted is, to say because i watched it more times and i noticed more of those that which is great because i'm also that weird ass who likes to like in in Mass Effect, <laughs> I like building out my character to melee. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? The Sentry, I think it is. This is the class that you teleport around like a mm -hmm. like a crazy person, mm -hmm. and that's what I like doing for some unknown reason. Is just running up on dudes in shooters and punching them. Yeah. So this <laughs> this leans into that for me. Outside of that, though, I love the fact that you see your characters holding a weapon in one hand and shooting spells and shit off uh -huh. in the other. Yeah. I was so concerned that they were going to lean full into just up and down. It's like, yeah, this is medieval fantasy, but here's your machine gun right. and no like shield spells, anything like that. Uh, it would have been cool to see a little bit of the character like character screens to to see the builds like the, yeah. the skill trees that's what i was looking for it'd be cool to be able to see skill trees and stuff but i mean we still have a ways off i'm sure they can go ahead and you know do something at some point with that uh -huh, uh -huh. um okay uh may i go yeah go ahead okay all right i'm, I'm sorry that wasn't saying no, yeah no you're totally much. no you're I just totally didn't good. want to interrupt uh, okay, so I've watched this trailer a couple of times. I have a couple of thoughts, both positive and negative. Uh, number one, yeah, I do think there's going to be melee weapons. I think they're finally doing that in the game. Uh, there's definitely going to still be guns, and I'm okay with that. But I do love that there are there was a crossbow in the game. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw. A there's 100% a crossbow in which is in cool. the trailer, which, is which already that's cool. So it looks like we're going to have a much more diverse weapon portfolio not just guns but uh, but a lot of the other things i am super 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 interested to see what that multi-class system that lets you mix and match six unique character skill trees uh all with their own awesome abilities is going to be i think that is really cool um i have a couple of things that make me nervous uh okay i I hate to say this because I'm very excited for this game, but I do get some Fallout 76 vibes from this. Uh, and the reason I get Fallout 76 vibes is because, you know, Fallout 4 came out and it was it was good. It was awesome. It had bugs, but it was awesome. And then like a year later, maybe two, I don't even think it was two. I think it was like a year later. They, they did 76. They announced and then they released 76. Everybody saw those trailers and was like, that's really cool. I'm really excited about that. Uh, but this game looks a lot more geared towards online games and service play, which 
I'm okay with. I've said that repeatedly. I'm okay with that if you do that right. And I think Borderlands already kind of is is very heavily wading into the games as a service pool anyway. We've talked about it on the on the show repeatedly, like with their standard events and and this sort of thing. Uh, but but the way they this kind of looked to me was a little bit more. Um, this is gonna make you upset. I don't want to make you upset, but it was a little bit more like a Destiny style than like old school Borderlands with just a straight storyline. I feel like you're gonna get, and I, I would be excited for this, but I I feel like you're you're not gonna get a straight story. I feel like you're gonna get more like a roguelike experience with this. I think the way it's gonna work, and the, and for me, that's kind of looks like how they're setting it up it, with the whole role playing thing. Is that you make the character, then you head into the mission, uh, and the mission kind of like generates for you, and then each each time Tiny Tina does it, it's kind of procedurally generated over and over again. That's the that's the vibe I got from this trailer. I could be doing a lot of like reaching on this. I'm just saying, I've seen. I, I'm very into procedural generation. I'm very into roguelike, and. I know the key signs for that when I see stuff like this, and I feel like there was a lot of key signs here. So it makes me very nervous that this is not going to be the experience that a lot of true Borderlands players want. That being said, that being said, I'm very excited by this trailer. I like the gameplay. I like the release window, March 2022. I like the fact that that means they're basically almost done with it. So, I mean... They could delay, but if they hold true, this is the kind of way I would like a release, with the, with the exception of the announced trailer that they never should have done, this is the kind of like releases we should have in gaming, where, hey, here's the thing, here's some gameplay, we'll show you some gameplay in a month, we'll show you some gameplay in another month, and then bam, we'll be on. Maybe there'll be a beta somewhere in there, you know? Um, yeah. Uh- but but yeah, I mean, I think I think what you're going to see too is a lot of like, all right, your class and your friend's class and you all jump in together to do a thing. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I get that, that feeling to me. I could be very wrong. And if I am, I am, but I could be very wrong. I don't know. What's your thoughts? I, I, I hope, I hope and pray, hope and pray that that does not come to pass. That it is not... Uh, Fallout 7060 sort of thing. Well, because... I don't think it should be Fallout 7060. I personally, in my perfect <laughs> world, it's more like procedurally generated roguelike shooter, shooter fighter, which I'm all for that. I'm all about that. Take my money. But like, I feel like I don't feel like this is going to be a standard Borderlands experience. I mean, not just in the combat or the character creation. I feel like the actual way this plays, it's not going to be just like. Like your normal Borderlands where like you go to a place and you get a mission and then you get all the side missions and then you do that and then you go to another place. Like I don't think that's going to be what this is. I don't think this is going to be a linear experience. Yeah. Uh, and I'm okay with that even, if they do it right. It's just I want to temper some expectations out there. This I really don't believe this is going to be a Borderlands, like a straight like Borderlands game. Like I don't think this is going to be like the pre-sequel was, spin-off wise. I don't think this is going to be like here's another Borderlands game. I don't think that's what this is going to be. This is going to be Borderlands, but they're going to do some different stuff with it. I really feel like it. Yeah. I I just hope like Borderlands 3, 
I feel like for me personally was the perfect blend of the live servicey stuff with an actual like gameplay. Like there's there is the campaign that you play through and you finish, but then they also have the live service mm. like events and stuff like that on their own off to the side that like bleed into the main game like mm-hmm. how they had like the halloween thing and everything mm-hmm. like that i'm totally 100 percent okay with that i am but i am nearly positive that's not what this is going to be yeah i, I think if it's it going to be more geared towards uh honestly i think it's going to be a roguelike i re- i really do i think that's what it's going to be i think they saw hades i think it's Procedural generation in a lot of ways is very easy to do. It's not easy to do. I don't want to downplay it, but as far as like writing and stuff, you, procedural generation does a lot of that for you. I think this is going to be something like that. I think that's why I think it's going to be like uh, they saw, you know, those games have gotten very popular. I think, I think you're going to sit down to play a campaign with your buddies, and I think there'll be a storyline with it. But I don't think it's going to be necessarily linear. I think I think because the whole thing takes place in a Tiny Tina game, just right. like anybody who played uh, uh, Borderlands 2's final DLC, it was Tiny Tina's it's, Wonderland. Yeah. It was all like uh, you were inside a role-playing game, basically. Um, and I, that's what this is going like. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, like that is 100%. It's going to be Tiny Tina. Uh, uh, game mastering a game that you take part in i feel like this is a real easy way to do like uh uh deep uh the dwarf game that i love so much deep uh deep rock deep deep rock galactic i think that's that's what we're going to be looking at here you're gonna you're gonna have a hub area you're gonna do some stuff you're gonna upgrade your character then you're gonna go into a mission and then that mission will probably have a story and then but it'll be shorter and the actual level and enemies will be more procedurally generated based on like factors and stuff because they love to play with that in 3. They loved to play with stuff like that with the whole true hunter vault hunter stuff. They love to play with the modifications. And then you'll come back out whether you win or lose and you'll go back in again. And I, I think I think that's what we're looking at with this experience. That's that's personally what I saw from that trailer. That's what I thought. Well, all I can say is we will know in March or potentially <laughs> later if it gets delayed again. One of us is going to get way more excited about this. <laughs> One of us I, is going to get a little bit sadder. Yeah. And Phil Billy's just going to be happy because the builds are going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, if if they come out and say like, "Oh, like live service or like, you know, something like that." I can deal with some amount of procedural generation. I just can't deal with the, here are the same five points on the map. They all just kind of generate different things, but the end result is always the same. Well, it's and that's how you get there. Like, that's, that's roguelite. Like, that's roguelite. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. That gets boring after a while. It really does. And I love roguelite, but that gets boring. You have to have some sort of external factor that continues to make it more interesting to go in. Uh, like, Hades. Hades is, is roguelite all the way. It's exactly what you're describing. It's you go point X to point B to point C to point D, and each one of those points have factors within them, but the actual map themselves is generated each time you go in. 
but there's enough around it with the story and the characters in between the runs that keep you wanting to do it. So you have to have some sort of mechanism there. And I think, like, it, it can't just be like a dungeon crawl every time. I think if they're smart, they'll put, they'll put like, some, some story factors into it, you know, some procedurally yeah. generated story factors. That's what, that's what I'd like to see. I, I'm playing this game. It's another odds and ends. I'm quickly running out of them. But um, <laughs> called Wildermyth, which I, I'm going to be reviewing, that, that just it is absolutely amazing and it shows that like procedural generation doesn't just have to be about like sandbox games it can be directly about the story because this game procedurally generates the stories you play uh and it does it in a way that the story is cohesive and awesome and really cool and unique um so like i feel like tiny tina's wonderlands has a chance to do that it's just and again i'm speculating i don't know if this is going to be procedural generation it's just do me a favor, man. After we're done here, watch that trailer again with what I just said in mind. Watch it from start to finish and see if you don't go, I kind of see what he's saying. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Whenever uh, whenever Kayla gets home this evening, I've already said because I, I had to watch it for this. She's right. out of town currently. Whenever Kayla gets back tonight, we I've already said we're going through and watching that again. So I, message me when you're done because I want I want to see what your thoughts are because that was just the vibe I got from it and I I really got that vibe like and and they already did something like that kind of with the proving grounds and I feel like I feel like this is gonna be an evolution of that rather than just another Borderlands game and and yeah. in a way I'm okay with it because. If you do it right, I love it. Those are the kind of games that I love. I absolutely love. So, like, I would be down for that. It's just, I don't think, given the three times that I watched this trailer, I really don't think this is going to be Borderlands. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, who knows? I could be completely wrong. I could be, I could be completely wrong. Well, we shall see. <laughs> but outside of that, unless I missed something... Uh, I, I believe I believe that was the show for the most part. So uh, you I mean, it's go definitely all the move, big stuff. Want to go ahead and move on to the next thing? Uh, given the time that we're at, I'm assuming that's yeah. going to be odds and ends. Yeah, definitely odds and ends. Definitely. Odds all righty. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. All right. Horrible gaming podcast. All right, so that brings us to our third talking point, our final talking point. Well, not a third talking Oh, my God. Uh, it brings us to odds Words. and ends. It's an idea. Uh, odds and ends is where we collect smaller news stories that don't necessarily refer, uh, deserve an entire talking point, but stuff we want to make you aware of, stuff we want to riff on, stuff like that. Uh, Neil has four. I've got three, and you already kind of heard two of them. So, Neil, go ahead. All right, so they have officially announced the next Halo Infinite beta test flight thingy. <laughs> uh, September 24th is when it's going to start. It's going to primarily focus on the arena and big team battle PvP. They gave us a little taste of that at the end of the last flight. Unfortunately, I wasn't around for that, <clears throat> so I missed out. Uh they did say that to be able to be a part of this, you have to be registered with the Halo Insider program by September 13th. But <clears throat> we shall see. We shall see what sort of changes have been made 
and if we can all overlook the shitstorm surrounding this game. Uh, hashtag boycott Halo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so my first one, uh, I'm going to go with the new one first, uh, and that is THQ Nordic is doing a big, like, I think it's 10th anniversary or maybe 20th anniversary show or something like that. Uh, celebration. Uh, guess who's fucking hosting it? Oh, is it Jeff Keeley? Dude, this guy is a rat. This like <laughs> he's like a cockroach. It's just in everything, man. How does he manage to do this, dude? Like, if you, I, I'm wondering if like in your, if you're a game development company and you like say the word online showcase more than three times in a room, it's like Candyman. He just like appears through a mirror. It's like, hey, I'll host it. I'm Jeff Keeley. Like, how does this fucker show up? He just appears out of the shadows. Yeah, Jeff Keeley. Don't Jeff Keighley, you know who I am? I'm Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley. Who are you, Jeff Keeley? Like, you're fucking nobody. <laughs> what do you do, Jeff Keeley? I'm just, I'm just Jeff Keeley. That's it. I, I just, I'm just Jeff Keeley. That's I, literally all I do. I am Keeley. <laughs> I am Keeley. I walk He's into like rooms and go, I'm Keeley. <laughs> He's a Pokemon. He can only Jeff, say his name. Keely! Keely! Jeff Keely! Jeff Keely! Jeff Keely! Be like, hey, Jeff, Keely do you want to... It is super effective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, that was my first. You can go. You uh, go. All right. Uh, so let me go back over here to the other side. Uh, so microsoft i guess is already talking about making another console uh so we knew that this was going to be their plan moving forward we didn't know how often it was that they were going to do this uh, according to rumors on comicbook.com microsoft plans to launch a revised series s console late next year you heard that right next year late 2022 somewhere around the time where the people who wanted the launch consoles might actually be able to get them without killing other human beings i i hate gaming i hate it so <laughs> much right now it's so ridiculous like are you fucking kidding me you shouldn't have even released this system until possibly late next year and you're releasing a new system like yep it's, it's yeah i don't and I had seen somewhere else, too, that they're already starting to have rumors flying around about the PS5 Pro in mm -hmm. 23. Yep. So here we are. We are almost one year into the current generation. Nobody except for a very small handful of people can get their hands on any of these consoles. Mm -hmm. that we don't even really have games for mm -hmm. these consoles. And they're already talking about some new shit they want to sell us. Yeah, it's absolute insanity. It's it's absolutely insane. Not even shit they want to sell us. Shit they want to sell you without any game. Like just, just a computer system. Like, and and this is where we're at now. They're all phones. That's what we're gonna do every year. You gotta buy a new game system. Like, are we gonna? Are we really gonna do that to ourselves? Are we gonna really do that to everybody? And how are you fucking sustaining that? How are you sustaining that? Because we know for a fact that these companies take losses on all of these systems. All these systems. I mean, they'll probably make some on the upgrades because they always do. But like, what are you fucking doing? What is any of these people doing? It's like they're in a race with no one at this point. Like, 
Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm just, just going to go to my next odds and end. Oh, go ahead. What do you got? Um, I wanted to talk about the, I think it's Sean Labor, I think is his name. Sean Layden. Layden, that's right. He, he was the PlayStation CEO. So the the PlayStation CEO, he walked away two years ago. And, it you know, basically it was because he was fighting with the guy who's in charge now, the Ryan. Um, he kind of alluded to it without alluding to it, you know? Like, they asked him about it, and he was like, I don't want to get into that, which means yeah. you definitely, definitely... Some shit went down. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, you only say you don't want to talk about it when, like you punched somebody or called somebody's wife a whore. <laughs> right. Like, that's, like, you don't want to, like, like you, you want to talk about it if you're like, it was amicable, you know, but if it's not amicable, you're like, eh, it's complicated. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, but Which he makes us just want to know more. Right, right. <laughs> he basically said that the games industry, I'm paraphrasing here, basically said that the games industry is in a very scary state, that they are spending more and more and more money on these games to do basically the same thing they've already been doing uh and they can't cover the costs to make it up and, and basically he he was like you know crunch uh the delays the hype train kind of all of it comes from the fact that like game companies are trying to do too much basically trying to do too much and i you know i've been saying that on the show forever you know you look at the indie success like indie game success in the last few years especially during covid but even before that um, those games have 8-bit, 16-bit graphics sometimes, and they, they, they're fine. They sell like gamesbusters. Like, people don't need the best graphics. They need games that are good. They need you to stop lying to them. They need you to release it on the day that you want to release it on, and they need you to stop trying to screw them over. That's what people need from gaming, and, like, they don't need the game to be so pretty that, like, the upgrade isn't even noticeable by your human fucking eye. Like, I don't need my system to do that. <laughs> I don't need my system to work better than my eye. Like, who is that benefiting, you know? Right. So, yeah, I, I think that's a really interesting a really interesting thought. But his, his thing was even more focused on the money. Like, he thinks that the game industry, though it makes all this money, it's the biggest earner, it actually spends more than it makes, which will lead to a serious dropout. And honestly, at this point, I hate to be this guy, but I'd be all right with it. If if the game industry kind of crashed a little bit and all these AA games got all the spotlight that they deserve, I think we'd be in a hell of a better place right now. Just do. Yeah, I almost feel like it needs a... Uh, uh, it almost needs a crash to yeah. kind of... Do a nice little reset to make sure that everybody's back on the same page. Well, and it sucks because you never want anybody to lose their jobs. You never want anybody to be miserable. And, and a crash would definitely make a lot of people miserable. But at the same time, you know, it's how a forest rejuvenates itself is, you know, a fire happens every once in a while, you know? Like, right. sometimes you got to burn something down to get to make any progress. And I, I feel like. I feel like the games industry is at this point where it's like critical mask on the on the triple on the triple A level, and it's what are we doing this for? You know, right? Like, like it's almost like hubris at this point. It's not even like getting anybody anything. It's just seeing if you can do it to do it, and that's not that's not the point of gaming. You know, right? 
And I'd be much so, more interested in the more interested systems and processes that come out of like double A and single A games, which I'm going to talk about in my next odds and ends. But I will hand the I will hand it over to you. All righty. Well, there's been a uh, pretty interesting development in that long-going <clears throat> Apple and Epic lawsuit, mm. which is actually going to tilt it in uh, Epic's favor. Weirdly mm. enough, we uh, we kind of thought that it was going to be Apple who was coming out on top with this. <clears throat> Basically, uh, a ruling has come out uh, out of Korea that allows third-party payment systems in apps. So no longer are there any sort of penalties or anything like that. Korea has stated that, uh, via their law, that uh, anyone who is running an app, anything like that you can have your own dedicated website set up for in-game purchases. Mm. So we take this back to the Fortnite thing. Yeah. The whole reason they got kicked off was because they were trying to get people to buy V-Bucks off their site directly, and Apple wasn't having any of that because they wanted a cut of that money. Yep. It is uh, is being referred to as the first crack in the walled garden. Yeah. And I kind of am feeling it. I'm I'm feeling that that could be a thing because I'm mean, granted that's just one ruling out of one country, but it sets a precedent and it's very interesting that this happens while they are in the middle of this lawsuit here in the Americas. So, uh, we will see what bearing that has on the overall lawsuit. Well, and and like we've said before, both sides are wrong. I feel like the fight was picked just to to pick the fight, you know? Right. And it, it hurts people in the long run, but what Apple and Google are doing aren't right. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of stuff happening right now, especially with the Blizzard stuff, too, that, like, yeah. I feel like we're... Like, the boulder is being pushed over the cliff, and now we're just going to watch it roll down the hill and see what happens, you know? And right. I, I could be wrong. In two months, we could be back in the same place, but I just feel like we get more and more stories of, like people going hey this isn't right and changing things that we're gonna we're gonna start to see shit for better or for worse go down you know yeah uh my final one my final odds i want to end on the absolute positive note highest pos possible positive note that i can end on and that is if you have 26 dollars and 80 cents laying around you're a gamer and you enjoy procedural generation or you enjoy a good story or you enjoy fantasy stuff with uh, tactical elements, um, go to Steam, buy Wildermyth. Absolutely buy this game. It is... I, I'm saying this right now. I don't know what Back for Blood is going to be, but right now as it stands, it's my game of the year. And the reason it is, is it's doing something with Procedural Generation that I have personally never seen Procedural Generation do ever. Usually when you have procedural generation, it's generating either like characters or a map or something. And because of that, especially with the characters, uh, the story sometimes is disjointed. Things kind of happen out of place. Even with State of the K2, which I love. I think it's a masterclass of procedural generation. Um, it's still like occasionally somebody's saying something to somebody and it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Wildermyth takes the procedural generation engine and it just doubles down on the story part. Like, very clearly they were like, how do we use procedural generation to actually generate cohesive stories? This game is 
fucking phenomenal, Neil. Absolutely fucking phenomenal. It is a, uh, it's like a tile-based strategy for combat, you know? Uh, like okay. almost like a board game. But basically, you, you start a story. It starts, you procedurally generate three characters. And then right off the bat, you hit a comic book. Uh, it's not overtly long-winded, which is great. Um, there's no voice acting because obviously like three people made this game. But uh, but basically, the, the, the stuff is generated based on the characters' personalities. So the words will be different every time. The situation, the big situation beats will happen the same way, but they will say completely different things each time. Plus, they'll either become friends, rivals, or love interests, which changes the stories. And then anytime you go anywhere, like you go into a fight, you go to a new town, you go to recruit somebody, anything, it spawns a procedurally generated story that builds and fleshes out the characters in your group and around you to the point where you really, really, really attach to the characters. What's even cooler is you play through like a story, which is like five acts usually, like three or five chapters, and it takes you a while. It takes you a few hours. Like I played the first chapter I got through in about seven hours, and that was the three-chapter tutorial one, and then everything after that is five chapters. So you're looking at like quite a few hours of gameplay here. Um, you can, like, those characters age through the chapters. Like, each chapter is, like, ten years apart. And then in between, you get to see what they did. And, and, and they have kids. Those kids then become characters that join you. And then you get to play with their kids. And then when you get all the way through the chapter, all those characters go into a legacy pool. And then when you start a new story, you can recruit characters that are still alive out of your legacy pool and and continue their legacy with other with other stories. It's so fucking cool. It is absolutely one of the coolest things I've ever played because you know, one thing you've always have a problem with with procedural generation is the story, if I recall correctly, right? Some degree, yeah. Yeah. This one generates a unique, interesting story literally every time you play. Every time you play. And it I have yet to find something like a piece of dialogue or wording that didn't make sense in the moment. And what's what's crazy is they tell each other jokes. They make sarcastic remarks to each other. And I'm like, how the fuck did they procedurally generate comedic timing, but somehow they, they managed to do it? It's just, it's just such a beautiful game, Neil. Such a beautiful game. I am so happy with it. Uh, and... And the last, like, four purchases I've made, I've just been miserable with. Like, I think it was, like, Marvel's Avengers, Outriders, and something else. And it's just like, God, it's just all shit, you know? But this one was just so good. So good. I'm done. Well, I'm glad, I'm done glad you're having I'm glad you're having a good time. With it's really good. And I'm glad you got something that's not a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, so am I, but I'm guessing you're building up to say something about a pile of shit. No. Oh, okay. No. Uh actually the complete opposite, my All final right. odd and end. <clears throat> um so something interesting happened uh yesterday. Well, yesterday at the time of we're recording this, on September eighth. Um so I am a huge fan of Undertale, as many know. <laughs> and uh, Toby Fox put out the 
it's not a sequel. I for, it's hard to explain what exactly it is. But uh, Chapter 1 of Deltarune, his next game, was put out for free, uh, I believe it was about t- uh, two years ago at this point. <clears throat> Last year, for the anniversary of Undertale, the fifth anniversary, they actually had a, a casting of a full symphony orchestra doing the soundtrack for the game. And it was at that point we got some information, too, on Deltarune Chapter 2. We had heard absolutely nothing at all from Toby Fox in regard to that for a while. Right. In fact, we have heard nothing, essentially, for an entire year. Well, yesterday it was announced for the sixth anniversary of Undertale, they are going to do a playthrough stream of the first chapter of Deltarune with Toby Fox doing text-to-speech commentary because he is not a fan of being in the public eye. He gets kind of nervous with that sort of stuff, so he's going to do some commentary of it. Now, what is really interesting is in the invitation video that he posted announcing this stream, there is a hidden message in all caps that says don't pay attention to this or ignore this that is okay so we are thinking that we may finally get some information on deltarune chapter two Mm. uh on the 15th as the last time we heard anything about it last year he said that he was about 85 percent of the way done with chapter two so i hope (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for you, buddy. Yeah, I really hope. Um, fingers crossed for you, buddy. He had to take some time off from programming because he had some health stuff going on for a while. But hopefully everything's back on track and we will go from there. He was trying to hire people last year, so we'll <laughs> see. All right. All right. Uh, fingers crossed for you, man. Fingers crossed. Just going to keep on saying that. Yeah. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. Fingers crossed. Anything in gaming now is just fingers crossed, man. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers it's crossed real. for you. Fingers crossed. And if and if it is real, fingers crossed, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, are we done with the show? Yeah, I think we're done. All right. Let's go to plugs. Horrible gaming podcast. All right, so that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. So as far as plugs, you got anything to plug? Don't plug the thing we talked about before because it's already happened. Yeah, I just <laughs> thought about that. So Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say it, and I was like, don't do that. It's already in happened. Whatever, in whatever form it did slash will slash have taken, it was great. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. It was, it was we, an awesome thing. It's an awesome we thing. Will, it was it was a thing and it definitely happened or or unfortunately we couldn't get it to come together we don't know yet because it's currently in the future (laughs) but when you hear this it will be in the past and you'll know what happened yes right right (laughs) outside Uh, of that i mean it's just uh halo infinite road outside of that uh we are, i think it's gonna be the last bit of episodes we're gonna be recording here soon for for this ODST Halo Noir season? Uh, I I think so. I don't know because we also it promised like, Firefight. So. Yeah, well, I mean, we... 
I think the firefight thing is also to just kind of pad it out because we originally thought we were blasting through it a lot faster than we were, and then it seems like we aren't, but I have no bearing as to where we are in this game because it's my first time playing it. So it's all I can plug to you is that it is happening. These are the plugs this week. Things <laughs> are slash were slash will be happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. All right, uh, well, I'll take over from there since I have a little bit more concrete details on things. Um, <laughs> number one, I want you guys to keep your eyes open for something coming back. Uh, at the time of listening to this, you will notice that Wasteland 330 had a very strange final kind of episode. Me and Phil Billy talked about it. Wasteland is not going so well for the for the series sort of thing. There's just so much inventory management, and we really don't want to do that on camera, but the amount of time we get to play, we end up having to, and so it, it kind of worked out, so I think what we're going to do is actually bring back an old classic, and that would be Led Astray. Uh, so, but we're going to do it a little bit differently this time, where me and Phil switch off picking co-op games that we can play online together, so uh, and probably it'll be like three episode chunks, kind of like Prelude but like broing out while we do prelude and trying to convince the other one they should be playing a game outside their conference zone sort of situation. Uh, this sounds good. This sounds good. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about it. I have plenty of games I want Phil to, to play. Unfor unfortunately, as far as like surprising him, there's a bunch of games that I want him to play that's only one player, and we can't, we can't do what we did in the first Let Astray and actually like be in the same room not that we can't we just don't have time um but yeah so keep your eyes open for that i don't exactly know when it's going to premiere i'm assuming it's going to be two fridays from right now uh but i i can't promise that um other than that uh i do want to give a little special plug i am now switching on twitch uh streaming on twitch i believe phil billy is also going to get in on this uh, we are at oh, Old Man Gaming DH on Twitter on Twitch. Ugh. On Twitch, we're Old Man Gaming DH. Please check us out. We have the Are same icon. Are you not icon. the same on Twitter though? On Twitter, we're Old Man Gaming Nine. On Facebook, uh, Facebook, we're Old Man Gaming DH. Uh, old Man Gaming was of course taken, but uh, yeah, Old Man Gaming DH on Twitch. Please check me out. Give me a follow. I'm trying to get affiliate status, so I need 50 followers for that. So please do. Uh, right now, it is. There are no scheduled streams for Twitch. We're using it for like, hey, we got time, stream sort of situation. So we are, as it currently stands, um, I've been streaming a lot of No Man's Sky. I also streamed one time with Wildermyth. Neil, if you want to go check that out, I've got an hour-long stream with that. Uh, and then uh, I also streamed some State of Decay. Uh, Danny from Britain is also on there. Uh, and... I stream with her sometimes on on Twitch, so check us out on Twitch. Please give us a follow, give us a like. Not changing anything for YouTube. We're still doing the same amount of stuff on YouTube. Still doing the Streets of Rage stream Tuesday nights and the the lunch stream uh, Wednesday mornings. So yeah, just check us out on Twitch as well. Uh, and everything else, you can check out everything else we have to offer here at Old Man Gaming. And you can also talk to us on Facebook at OmegaMDH, on Twitter at OmegaMD9. You can join our Discord. Link will be in the description below. You can influence this and all of our shows from there. And guys, as long as you keep watching, you keep listening, we'll keep on making them.
We'll see you guys next time. Giant birthday parties for children are ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. I, me and Melissa, that was one of our big things. It's like we're not having those giant like gift feeder things where you invite all these people and the kid doesn't even understand what the fuck is going on. Like yeah. I hate that shit. I went to one of these. We used to have this friend with kids and, and, and her kid was like three. And it was like there was like a hundred people at this thing uh, at like U-shaped tables and the kid was in the center with just like a mountain of presents <laughs> that she had to open. She had to open and then go and thank the person that gave it to him. This kid barely knows how to uh... speak and you are like trying to get her to remember to go to not only open the toy but don't be excited about it go thank the person move on to the next toy or we're gonna be here for four and a half hours like what what a fucking terrible way to make a birthday party a fucking monotonous ten, tenacious chore like oh god i i hate i hate my shit and yes. everybody that attends does the same exact thing. Yes. They're putting their gifts down strategically mm -hmm. to be the one that is grabbed first. Yep. So the second that gift gets opened, yep. they stick around for one more present and be and like, oh, all right, well, we got it. We got to head out. We're <laughs> yeah, do that Irish goodbye. Just like vanish into the blackness. <laughs> they got the present. We're out, man. We're out. It's fucking oh. ridiculous.